In the summer of 2016, a mysterious locked book appeared online, promising to reveal the magical secrets held inside if someone could solve the 16 puzzles required to open it. A year later, the book is open, and the adventure that thousands of readers embarked on to unlock it is becoming a book of its own. This is the story of how that adventure came to be. This is the making of the Monarch Papers. Hello, Simon. Hello, Johnny. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I was just waiting. <laughs> um, um, this is the making of the Monarch Papers, episode two. And um, today we're going to talk about the first fragment, which is Frey Lily. Oh. And it feels like it was like yeah, 10 all years, years ago. ago. All those years ago. Um, so what I've done today is I've put together a little list I'm going to read of how many people were subscribed at the time of the fragment, the dates that it happened. Um, uh, to the best of our recollections, the synopsis of the plot of that time period, we have not looked back to <laughs> understand at all or try to remember what back. happened. Um, so we thought, never, looked back. never looked back. So we thought that would be fun. And then anything that went wrong, which was there was something for every <laughs> fragment. Um, and then I have questions from the readers. Dun, dun, so dun. let's get started. Um, yeah, the one thing I wanted to preface is that just before Frey Lily started throughout July, I had been amassing a group of people. We had done a sort of teaser campaign. Um, and it was the only time during the Monarch Papers that we sort of talked to our readers out of world. So there were emails that said... Um, it was the history of the missing books. It introduced some of the characters, I believe. And we wanted to sort of set the stage for what was going to happen in August. So hold on, I'm drinking. Mm. So we ended up starting the Monarch Papers with about 50 readers, um, which I had forgotten about. Uh, because it, it always bore out that there was that percentage of here's how many people are on your list and who are reading, but then there are like the, the hardcore 10 that are actually involved in the, the puzzle and the yeah. narrative. Mm. Um, and so by the end of Frey Lily, we had 60 readers. So we had, I, we hadn't been advertising at all. And so we had a, a mass. <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> we had amassed 10, 10 more readers and I'm sure they were very awesome and vital to the community, those 10 readers. Um, and here's another thing that I found funny is that Frey Lily happened from August 3rd through August 12th, which means it was the only time we ever stayed on schedule <laughs> with a fragment. Yeah. Yeah, schedules were fun, weren't they? The absolute... <laughs> I believe the word is slip. Things slipped. Um, well, starting with the second fragment, yeah, which um, we'll talk about next week, but um, where it was almost a month long. <clears throat> um, so, so let's try to the best of our recollection, try to remember Frey Lily and uh, what happened puzzle-wise and what was happening narratively. Does anyone want to take a go at that? I'll, I'll start with narrative. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the puzzle was the paper, right? It was the, it was the page in Deirdre's in her in sorry in sullivan's diary that deirdre found and snapped a picture of it was a yeah it was one of the last oh, collection yes, of books course, yeah it was the wolf in the wolf in the yeah. wild no 
Is this Wolf in the Wild, the I think, one. came second. I think it was through, through the, the night. night. Um, yep, yeah, so she found... Uh, <laughs> so, the, oh, actually, before that, the uh, Mounties discovered that she existed. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you're reminding me because I don't remember. No, they they, um, they discovered they discovered that she existed um, yes. by Ascenda uh, um, had a um, an alert, a Google alert for the name Sullivan Green, and um, it came up and reported that uh, he had what they thought was at least a beneficiary and was probably going to be an heir. And it, then it turned out to be Deirdre, so it was an heir. And she just moved to New York. That's right. And it's funny, I think at one point we needed information from her. And story-wise, we couldn't figure out how to do it. And so it was the only time ever that a sender privately reached out to Deirdre and in vague terms said, don't worry, I reached out to her. She has no idea who we are, but I, I got some information. And Oh, she needed a he need we needed a scan of the images. And at the time I was so fastidious about, well, I can't justify Deirdre posting that to her blog in character that um we had a sender reach out to her and that was the only time that happened. Um yeah, yeah, and so the the gist of the puzzle was there was an original handwritten version of that journal entry and then a manuscript version of that entry. And readers would hopefully notice there were five differences. There were five words that were changed. Um, and then the borders were important to the published version. Um, and the five words I vaguely remember. Um, cut. Corners. Assemble. Flower. Oh, okay. And reverse search. Yeah. Um, back, in, back in the simple days. Uh, yeah, yeah, back in the simple days. That's when all the puzzle needed. <laughs> um, and 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 um, we have to back up a little bit because what I think um, most people who weren't involved in that first month don't realize is that there was no forum. There was no community to discuss this. We thought everyone would solve puzzles in the comments of and Basecamp social media. blog posts. Yeah. So what did, what did we have in those? And then? social media. That was literally just Basecamp. And, uh, yeah. We just, yeah, and the gosh. Facebook page. We, we, yeah, we, yeah. we had the Facebook page and, and, and that, that ended up being a problem pretty quickly because anytime someone posted who wasn't an owner of the page, it would go yeah. to this like yeah. side area. And we, we wanted that on the main timeline. So they were using the, the comments on the base camp. And then we quickly put together a, like a BB forum for about a month. Yeah. And it yeah. was not working out. And that's why we scrambled for Fragment 2 to, um, to start the forum that exists now. But imagine <laughs> <laughs> the puzzles we ended up doing. <laughs> trying to solve it's them interesting to think about uh you know if, if anyone's listening to this thinking about oh i'd like to create my own online uh game world story <laughs> the amount of preparation you think you've done compared to the actual preparation you end up doing and you then start thinking oh everything's fine and going oh no we haven't done that but we've started there so we really have to just keep going until we come up with another solution and the forum was you know central yeah. it has, has been central to the end up end product 
Yeah, it's been everything. And, and I think, too, we that's another thing. You're never as prepared mm. as you think you are. And that we'll talk about that next week in episode two. Three. Where we yeah, were... Oh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although technically this is my episode one, so that's okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh Johnny's episode one. <laughs> um, is that we were flying by the seat of our pants in fragment three with not only puzzle, but narrative <laughs> of trying to sort of like, okay, what is King Rabbit? Who is, do we, we need to lock down? Who is the, is the book communicating? Is it the council? Like, that was that was scary. That was very scary because people we that month we got a lot of people yeah, we in and we're getting ahead of ourselves. But they had a lot of questions and we weren't exactly prepared for that. We'd only been preparing um, for, I don't know, nine months. Yeah. <laughs> Still you know, if we think prepared. back to the last podcast, what did we discuss? Because what were we doing in those nine months? <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Um and so so then the puzzle you you were meant to realize the differences cut out the borders reassemble them into the object that was yeah. the fray lily and um google search it, google reverse search those um that image and um and in doing that you would meet the first character outside of the mountaineers and deirdre which was cole sumner um because he had a dream the about blog. the fray lily his blog the blog, his, his Tumblr blog, which he used to post a lot to. And then as the narrative started, he just was like, I'm, I'm really yeah. busy with these mountaineer things. I can't Who post to, to Tumblr tumble? anymore. Who has time to tumble? Um, do you guys remember what went wrong with this puzzle? Um, no. I'm trying to think. Trying to think. What, what did go wrong with, with the puzzle? Lily. Um, was, it, was it over I'll really quickly? You. Did it happen like in like a day or something? Well, no, no, no. Yeah, it did happen faster than we thought it would. Um, but what happened was I had I had uploaded the Fraley image to Cole's blog weeks before because I wanted to give it time to propagate on Google image search. And I realized that I, I was looking at how to get a Tumblr blog searchable was that you had to create a sitemap, you had to submit it to Google, and you had to keep doing this process over and over again to make sure it ended up in the search results. And and I would check every two days. I would put the image in and make sure it came up. And, uh, and so I felt really confident about it. And then when it was finally solved, I think it was either Cameron or Mike, um, they said, I don't know what to do with it. I, I reverse searched it, but there's nothing coming up. <laughs> And in the yeah. week I relaxed, it had left all of Google and there was no way to find it, which was the core of the uh, the solution. Was, it's just so <laughs> textbook us. <laughs> yes. Classic and, us. And I think classic us. And, um, and so that was the last time we depended on someone else's technology. Is it? To <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't want to say. Yeah, that's true. At that at that period, that was um, the only time we decided not to. At that point, that was the <laughs> that first time we had defended it. Yeah. Um, and so what happened behind the scenes was when I knew I think I think it may have been Cameron, who who couldn't find it, and then he sort of left it, and so I reached out to him privately, and said, um, 
if you search this way, oh, 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 here's what it was. So when he would assemble it, it was just off enough that it wouldn't pull up. And so I sent him the master image behind the scenes and said, search with this. And so he had he had been on the, the blog and then left. I guess he, he had like gone home from work or whatever. And so uh, Mike had also been close to reaching it. So I reached out to him privately, sent him the master image because everyone was like, Cameron said he was going to reverse search it. And then he just like went away, <laughs> just disappeared. We're waiting for him to do. Um, and so Mike ended up doing it and finding it, but I had to walk him through behind the scenes of the specific steps. Like you have to search this way, you have to put this word in, and then it will come back. You were back, very and then you reliant on lovely, lovely people in that initial. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Some, yeah, yeah, our, we know you very well, friends. so can we just ask a favor? <laughs> can you just, until, you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss how we got to those sort of, uh, can we ask a favor? Can we nudge things along in subsequent? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. The, yeah, yeah, next week especially. That's when we develop the the <laughs> Ringer characters. Um, so so yeah, so that's how Frey Lily came about, and um, that is what went horribly wrong. Um, does anyone else have any thoughts about I, Frey Lily? You know, it, it's all such a blur really in the is. adrenaline. I mean, I, I, was... I remember it, or I remember thinking that this is you know this is quite a straightforward um, puzzle, but the um, narratively we had to kind of introduce. Uh, uh, Deirdre into in a, into a foreign world, so she was kind of she just moved to New York. She was getting used to her brownstone. The fact that she'd been left uh, property and um, money, and that she was reacting to a city she'd never been to before, or but that she was also was, was that when we introduced the corridor dream? Was that in? I think that was the first time. I do think so, and I think it had been yeah. backloaded into yeah. the blog. So um, we were still having. Uh, the let's make sure she's um anglicized um irishicized what is, what is the word for anglicized that, that is that's irish i don't know i don't yeah. know celticized um so that yeah so that she was Cel- you know uh, speaking with a european voice but at the same time getting narratively what you needed <laughs> to do um right yeah right so i think we had and, and then as you said the the kind of the trick of making sure that it felt genuine the way she was introduced into this world and her information was introduced it wasn't just kind of mm. oh and here i am i'm revealing so much about myself already um for no for, for no apparent reason right because it's uh important yeah. to your situation but there was that nice element yeah. of her being were, um were... just entranced with being in new mm. york and and so kind of seeing a city through new eyes which was a lot of fun i think for us to to kind of be a part of as well really there was oh no that's that's i was getting confused <laughs> Uh, the in- <laughs> is- so the Instagram account and some of the yeah. images that you, um, <laughs> the creative use of, of Instagram accounts. We'll talk about the next Instagram account and how in the next phase. But her Instagram account, I mean, you, I, I guess, Kerry, were just sort of finding places that we, you know, you, that you knew that she would, vi- that we decided she would visit. Um, did we use any kind of right. stock photography or anything to help create? Yeah, nonstop. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Um, the, I think for two weeks I went around actually <laughs> taking pictures in the honeymoon of the Monarch Papers when I would put on my calendar, yeah. go take pictures for Deirdre's <laughs> Instagram. And then, uh, and then it got so hectic that I was, my, my method for finding photos was going onto Facebook and searching for wherever she was in other people's accounts <laughs> so that they looked 
amateur and candid and then would pull them off and post them uh yeah, I'm but sure yeah, this we is went, <laughs> we, we weren't trying to make money at that point, so it was just it was a bit of harmless fun. Yeah, exactly. Harmless fun, um, and uh, yeah, I, uh, and we had introduced Orvin. Oh, we had, Orvin. There was a lot actually to for people to catch up on um, in that time period, and we thought people. Uh, we had mentioned this last week, but I still it bears repeating that at this time we thought. We would post something on Tuesday. We would post something on Thursday. We would take the weekends, uh, and people would just like accept that yeah. that was the yeah. content How, stream. Um, um, and even then, I, I was like on the. We were on the the comment system twenty hours a day. Point, checking. How were you? Um, both you and Johnny, do you think? How are you explaining to people what it was we were doing? Johnny, that's a good Who was question. I talking to at that period? Just when, just when our friends were asking us, "What is this? What is this?" Because I remember a lot of a lot of our friends were sort of were in the initial uh, fifty sixty would would sign up and they'd get emails and then kind of look at me and go, "I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I, what, is, what is it? I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait until you've got something and then I'll read the thing." Wasn't it, it was kind of like we're we we're doing this amazing marketing yeah. campaign for someone that's creating this amazing world and everyone started you could see people kind of glazing over <laughs> in the business world going yeah i i have no point of reference for what you're doing right now right. and well, that would kind of right. make it cool <laughs> yeah well and two yeah because then people would say oh what oh and then what is it like <clears throat> what is this marketing yeah. campaign for yeah. and we're like yeah. no 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 yeah. this is the thing this is the thing you're experiencing. And it it's was, not just yeah. a commercial. It's and it kind of felt that was the own. that was really exciting because we were kind of doing something that nobody had that point of reference for. And it's like, yeah, we're generally doing something completely different. This is super exciting. Yeah, I, you, that's a really good point. I was just having a conversation yesterday um, about how it was a weird situation because there, uh, anytime you want to learn something new or do something new, you mm. you go by the book on how to do that someone has blazed that trail mm. and while transmedia things have existed there was never anything exactly like this yeah. a live book that was happening that was not only a live narrative and you could actually interact with the characters and you could um help them solve roadblocks in their life to move yeah. their story forward um and so we had to like make up what what was happening at this time we had to make up sort of uh how it worked, how how we doled out content, how we interacted with our readers, we, we did all, all of this. We, we thought this was going to be a typical uh, either you know ARG or transmedia story. And we do you remember this book? I'm holding for you who can't see it. I'm, I'm holding up the book, which is um, the Process Guide I to re, Transmedia I Storytelling more. by Andrea oh, Phillips. Sorry, thinking, oh yeah, that that that's that's our blueprint. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I bought that too, and it's I think a great it's still book, sitting it on my desk covered in dust at all. Because <laughs> we weren't doing that. Yeah, exactly. Because I I would read it and was like, no, hmm, no, no, that's no, that's not what we're doing. Oh, fun. <laughs> I just think back to those uh, when we were all together in New York, in uh, in the WeWork office space, using their massive whiteboards and drawing out our our idea for this campaign, and thinking, oh, you know, that's a lot of stuff. And now we look back at it thinking, that was just a tiny little piece yeah, we... <laughs> of what eventually unfurled yeah. from that whiteboard image. It's so, so... I know. And, and we, t 
we talked about that simon and i yeah, talked john, about that last week too which was we wrote all of that out thinking said, yeah about john we've talked about that. what's Where up Honestly, Johnny. This is episode one. No. I wasn't there for the people. Um, So we wrote all that out on the whiteboard only to use about 75% of it (laughs) in the first phase. (laughs) Oh, fun. And then then just make things up. We literally, especially for phase three with comedic solutions, once again, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. We kind of conjured that entire storyline up we knew the basic of it and we knew what we, where we needed to get and what was going to happen. But we made that up in the month between phase two and phase yep. three. Yes. Because we yeah. had no extra narrative. We had and, reached the end yeah, of it. Okay. We are getting ahead of ourselves. But now, um, I think with Brady, because it was, it, it felt like such a small yeah. thing. I mean, at, at that stage, like, oh, okay, well, there was the other things I think, I think to talk about is just that that phase we thought was going to be an indicator of the other phases to come <laughs> but it was just like this is this this <laughs> the tip of a very very large iceberg yeah and 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 i'm glad we have we we built this community of mountaineers but at the time it was such a manageable yeah. experience to have it was it was play, it, yeah. we were playing D&D because we had 10 we had about 60 people but about 10 yeah. active players so it was kind of running a large you know D&D campaign and that was that was fun and i looked back on the the forum to see how injury was like what a great idea mike i think if you were to take the you know we got we got a lot less into um directing the narrative and directing the puzzles um later on but at the time, we also didn't know how yeah. to build puzzles for this story. We didn't know sort of what the mechanics were and how much we had to give away, how much we had to hide. And so we had to nudge things mm-hmm. along narratively. And eventually we came, one of the big reasons Ascender left besides the narrative push was we needed the we needed Augie to tell him the mountaineers aren't supposed to solve this the new recruits are supposed to solve this because we had i had to find a way realistically for eves and Indri and ascender and everyone to sort of take a step back because it was a lot to try to manage and then once we had set that precedent everyone was like well why isn't eves helping us why isn't Eves telling us and it's like well because and, and bash like of said, course for bash to take a step to. back because he's really you know he was really sort of front and center of everything all the time <laughs> yeah 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 poor bash Right, the, their favorite comment. I'm getting. I'm getting four myself. I'm not. Gonna, we'll talk about that in, in about a year. So I have some questions from readers. Okay. Yeah. Are we ready? Oh, oh, I um, I'm looking at the wrong. Okay, so this is from Robert. When Cole first came on our radar, you left the hint idea that someone should reach out and contact him and see what he knows. It took us over a month for one of the readers to get up the nerve to contact Cole. Did you have a plan for what would happen if none of us ever reached out? <laughs> I'm going to gonna answer that question for, for, for every single question. Um, did, whenever the quest, yes, question exists, did you have a yeah, plan? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, of course we did. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Totally. We completely <laughs> had a plan. Um, yeah, that was a weird, that is actually sort of like bleeding in from Freya Lily to Eye of the Moons because mm. they wouldn't contact him after that. They didn't want to know why he had <laughs> the Freya Lily image on his blog. Um, but yeah, I'm sure we, uh, like what we were just talking about, I think injury yeah. or someone would have nudged that or 
had, if needed to, done it themselves. Well, it's um, possible that he would have entered uh, Deirdre's narrative line maybe earlier or something. Because I think we talked about that at some point. Because you know, I can't remember, but I think I think I, I think I, I feel like they might have um, met at some event or something that 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 would have brought him in to the storyline earlier. Yeah. We always had them sort of interacting across their yeah. blogs so that people could see uh, it happen. And But they weren't supposed to even meet oh, yeah. until phase three, which I think technically is when they did meet face to face or at the end of phase two. But um, yeah, we had a different plan that didn't, uh, that didn't exactly work out the way we had intended. So the but, short you know, answer, Robert, it was, is it was perfect. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. We did not. But we, we would we have figured it out. We basically put figures Promise. in the sandbox and then thought, oh, hello. Yes, now's the time. Now's the time to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then, uh, oh, and this was the second part of the question. As far as Cole, what kinds of early story paths did you have in mind for him that you didn't end up taking? Did you expect for him to become as close to the Mounties as he did, or was that always planned? Well, well, I think we mentioned in the last one the kidnapping. Yes, I mean that's not that's not, that's, that's not a Frey Lily the part, kidnapping. but we can we can talk about it. it's a cold generic question. Um, um, yeah, yeah, he was going to be kidnapped by the silver, or yeah, what became the silver? <laughs> you, did you nearly say one of the things we're not allowed to say? I think you did. Straight to my mind, it's like no, don't say that word. Don't say that word. Yeah, he 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 was. And was it? Oh, 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 the bookstore. Oh, that was the other question. What was a what was the with bookstore that downtown? Number? Is that was that part of Frey Lily? Yeah. Had Deirdre discovered it at that point? She'd been in there. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, here's what happened yeah, with Cum yeah. Cumberland Books. Is that what we're talking about? Yes. So what happened with Cumberland Books was I have a friend who's a rare book dealer in um up in upstate new york and i went to visit him one time to pick his brain about old books and um he i just froze in place because i realized how i've not been trying to not say um <laughs> this entire podcast is that, a, is that a, a feedback for you from the last one <laughs> okay well, my own feedback where i kept thinking Stop <laughs> saying uh, um and then i uh and then i just realized at the end of this, I said, hey, you shouldn't do that. So was talking to Darren about it. And someone had brought in this 600 year old book to have him appraise it or figure out where it was from. And so I took photos of it because I thought, oh, this could be interesting slice of life Deirdre stuff. Um, where she could have been looking for other lost books and found this and it's content for Instagram. It's, it was something narratively to pad the story out. And I thought because in the future, Cumberland books might be relevant in some way down the line, we thought, oh, let's, I, I'll add this little Easter egg um, that won't pay off for a while. And we learned very quickly not to do that. 
because <laughs> like dog with a bone with these little Easter eggs, people would say, no, 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 it has to have something to do with that. And we had no way because we were not doing out of world conversation to say, no, 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 that's just a thing that will be later. That'll be later. And we, we, that was a tough time because everyone thought no matter what we put into the story, it was significant to the, mm. to the puzzle at hand. Um, and so, and so that was a, that was an issue for us that we, we tried, we, we stopped doing a little bit. I, I, it was fun, but then we realized it was a big headache for us. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that was the point of that number, but yes, Cumberland books may be relevant at some later date, but that was what that book was and, right. and where that came from. Great. Um, and those are, those are all the questions. Do you have a question, Simon? Do you have a question, Johnny? No. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually have one. I had one. Uh, I can I can frame it as a question. Um, we were still at this point just thinking of this as an online introduction to um, the books that will be published later down the line. We weren't remotely thinking of turning this into its own book and its own uh, story. When I wonder when when did that actually happen? Was it maybe around this time or maybe a little bit later when we thought, Do you know what, we need to document this. Well, we had, yeah, well, we had, we knew it would be, I always thought that it would be a kind of loose prequel and that people could go back and read yeah. the comments and things and sort of explore it in memoriam. Um, but as it became more intrinsically connected to the Book of Briars, we got that idea, I'm not sure when, sometime in phase one, that we should I mean, we, I don't know, because even in the pitching material, we said it will yeah, become but I think its we, own at narrative that stage, you'll we become just, part of it. It was just narrative. It wasn't going to be um, an actual book with an actual story that's sort of, you know, creatively written. It was, it was almost going to be, here's a summary of right. what, what you missed to get you up to speed. Um, and then there was... Exactly. Yeah. It was, and it was going to be a supplement, a sort of like, oh, explore this world more. But yeah. now it is a full-on prequel to... The Book of Briars, and in a way, now you would you couldn't you couldn't enjoy the Book of Briars fully without agreed having read the Monarch Papers. Agreed. So that was my agreed question. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome. Yeah, uh, that was a wonderful question. Um, okay, well, I, I feel like we I feel like we dug the minds of Frey Lily. I feel like we answered all the questions. Um, talked about what horribly went wrong, and next week we are going to talk about Fragment Two. Eye of the Moons, and that is the episode where we, episode, what? <laughs> the fragment where we introduce uh, King Rabbit, and oh, that is what is. every <laughs> single question is about look forward from the to about that. <laughs> All right. Um, Bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye.